Sometimes there are a lot of changes that occur all at once. A lot of firsts and lasts that can hit you all grouped together. For some of us, it can be such a heavy weight that is soul crushing. For others, it can be a beautiful season that we can relish and grow from. Today, join me as I celebrate motherhood. Are you in a new season of your life? Are you stuck and searching for clarity so you can make a career change? Do you just need the courage to switch careers? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your career? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a career transition coach, mom of grownups, coffee lover, and God girl. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. This led to stress and anxiety and a lack of clarity and courage to make a career move. I finally started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and stopped being scared to make a move and achieve my career transition goals. Now, my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the career you've always wanted and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and find courage to pursue your personal and professional goals in your midlife and beyond. Throw down your self-doubt, dust off your dreams, kindred. It's time to reset and refine and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. This is the Monday after Mother's Day, and this was a big weekend for me. My number three and last child living at home graduated from high school and is getting ready to make his way in the world, which is going to make me an empty nester officially an empty nester. Now, he's been doing his own thing for a while now, but I will be officially an empty nester, I guess. Although he actually doesn't go to vocational school until October, he still is his own man. He is independent. He is going to start working very soon. He gets one week off and then his dad told him he has to get a job. Well, he has a job. He just needs to start working that job full time now that he doesn't have to go to high school. So he gets one week of vacation and then he has to start working and paying for his own gas because we've been doing that for quite a while now. So anyway, it was also my first Mother's Day without my mom. And that is very hard. It is something that um, no daughter wants to have to go through, and it's it's different, and I feel kind of lost, and I didn't get to call my mom and wish her a happy Mother's Day. I didn't get to buy her flowers or really cool things for her yard because that's what she liked, and so it was really different. It was also my very first Mother's Day completely away from my children. They all called me, of course, and talked to me, which was wonderful, and I love that, but not being able to have a family dinner was definitely something different. But I'm not going to wallow in the sadness of what has happened or is what is different. I'm going to rejoice in all of the good things. All of my children called me and talked to me for Mother's Day, 
including my grandbabies. And it is, I don't say that I have three kids. I say that I have six kids because I have three sons that I raised. I have a wonderful daughter-in-law and a wonderful grandson and beautiful granddaughter. And they are all my kids. And so I say that I have six kids. So I get to talk to my six kids all the time. And they all called me for Mother's Day and we we got to just talk and visit and that's okay. I had gotten to see them on Friday night and we all went to dinner together for my son's graduation. So it was a big weekend and we got to enjoy some time together anyway. And I could be sad that this is my last child who's in school and that I no longer am a mom of a school-aged child. But I'm not going to be sad about that. I'm going to be happy that I have this wonderful relationship and dynamic with my adult children now. And I've talked about this before with you guys. I love this new relationship that I have with them. And what makes me so proud is that they are all three very self-sufficient And they all three have such talent and different talents even. And no matter what I need as a mom, as a single mom now, they are there to help me with that. My oldest son is very electronically gifted. My middle son is very mechanically gifted. My youngest son is mechanically gifted. My middle son is very business-minded, and my youngest son, he can take apart and put together anything, and he is has been known to build all kinds of things out of string and tape. Um, when we When he was little, we never had string and we never had tape at our house because he was usually using it all up for some kind of creation. And I say all of that just to say that I could be sad that I no longer have children at home, but I choose to be happy and look at the positive in my new relationship with them. And my own mom is very proud of me. Even though she's no longer here, she was very proud of me being able to make it on my own. She never had to worry about me. And as much as I love my brother, sometimes he struggled to do the right thing. And I've never had to go to my mom and ask for money or ask for their help for anything because I was self-sufficient. And my mom was always happy and proud of that where I was concerned. And she told me that often, that she never had to worry about me. And I don't have to worry about my kids. And that makes me feel very good and happy as a mom and very proud as a mom. And when I got to thinking about moms in the Bible, of course, the very one that you all would be thinking of is the Proverbs 31 woman. And sometimes we feel like we have to live up to this perfect expectation of what the Proverbs 31 woman was, but it's impossible to be perfect all of the time. We know that. God knows that, and he doesn't expect us to be perfect, and our children don't expect us to be perfect, but we can take what we learn from the words in his Bible, and we can apply what we need at that moment, what he wants us to apply at that moment, and what he wants our children to learn from us. 
So I found some verses for today, and most of them are from the Proverbs 31, but I did find one that was Proverbs 1, 8 through 9, and it says, Pay close attention, my child, to your father's wise words, and never forget your mother's instructions, for their insight will bring you success, adorning you with grace-filled thoughts, and giving you rain reins to guide your decision. So as a mom, we want to instill wisdom in our children. And I love the conversations that I get to have with my children now, adult conversations, and it makes me feel really good knowing that we, my ex-husband and I, we raised them in a godly home and they know the right thing to do. And are they perfect? Absolutely not. But none of us are, again. But they are so wise in so many ways. And it makes me proud knowing that they are going to be successful as godly men, even if they're not successful in whatever job they choose. Although I might have a little bit of bias, and of course, I think they're going to be successful that way as well. And number two, Proverbs 31, 10. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? As parents, we have to instill in our kids the virtues that they need to be successful in the world. And that, again, is not successful as a business person or in their work, although we want them to be successful that way too, but not the way you're thinking We want them to be successful as someone who has high moral standards, is upright, has good character, fears the Lord, loves others. Even in their workplace, they can instill those virtues to others. And people can see that in them. If you have been a Proverbs 31 woman who has raised your children this way, She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. I just want to let you know that as a mom of three boys, you have to have, you have to be a strong woman. Let me tell you, Um, boys are destructive and messy and they, yeah, they're just a hot mess all the way around. And there comes a point in time when you just give up on having a good house until they move out because they tear things up as quickly as you can make it or fix it. And so we just, we just gave up until our, our last son was ready to move out. And we we decided that we would just fix our house afterwards. Of course, now I'm not married, but you have to be a strong woman. And that's not just for their destructive nature. Not all boys are destructive. I just think it was my three mainly, but, um, you just have to be a strong woman because your kids, means so much to you. And you have to have a strong heart and you have to have a strong heart so you can discipline them in a way that is dignified and shows them that you love them. And as a mom, I know I remember being that mama bear who would just go to the mat for my children, but I also knew my children. And one time I remember that something had happened at school and I was immediately upset, but I wasn't upset at my child necessarily. I was upset at the adults in the situation. And then I was 
really, I just had a moment of clarity and I'm like, you know what? I know my child and I know that his side is probably not the complete truth. So then I had to back off a little bit and really check myself and get to the the truth before I became that mama bear and just assumed the worst of other people because as a mom, we're protective of our cubs and we tend to jump to the conclusion that our child is being mistreated or wronged when that's not always the case. And as a teacher, I've seen that many, many times. And we have to raise our children to also tell the truth. And when we discipline them, but in a way that lets them know we love you and you can tell us the truth, then we don't come across these situations as much. And laugh at the days to come. Let me tell you, I have the best time with my children now as adults. We laugh so much now. I've always laughed with my kids, but this time right now is so fun with them. They tell me funny things. They are goofy. We have the best time when we have dinners together or when we get together for anything. We just laugh and we make jokes and we cut up and we pick fun at each other and we love it. That's just who we are. And it's an amazing thing when you can have that kind of relationship with your children. Another verse is Proverbs 31, 26, and it says she opens her mouth with with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. And going back to that other verse of making sure that we raise our kids in a way that they know that we love them when we discipline them and that it's still okay, even though they may have messed up and they need to be corrected, that it's okay. We still love them. We're not, you know, we may be be mad at them in that moment or upset with them at their decision, but we're not mad at them as a person. We're just mad at the decision that they made or we're hurt at the decision that they made. And we have to use biblical wisdom when we're correcting our kids. And I am the first one to tell you I have had an A-type personality most of my life, and I have not always been the most kind person in my discipline. And I have been sharp-tongued many, many times, and I've hurt my children's feelings worse then I could, it's, it makes me ashamed of myself, the way I've behaved sometimes um, when I've disciplined them. And I have started to get better at that. I realized that I'm not teaching them to do the right thing when they're disciplining or correcting their children if I'm correcting them the wrong way. And so that is one thing that I had to really check myself on. So just make sure that you are correcting them correctly and that you're not making the situation worse. Proverbs 31, 28 through 29 says, Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. And I like to think of this verse as it takes a village to raise a kid, but a mom is never going to be replaced by someone else. And no matter what other people teach you, 
what your mom teaches you will surpass all of the other people who have taught you in your life. And so think of that as you raise your kids, ladies. They, I mean, they're already raised. You are midlife women. Just go into it with adult goggles on now and really lean into what you can do to teach your kids now that they're adults. You, your, your job is not done. You're not done being a mom just because your kids are leaving or have already left the home. It doesn't mean that you are not still there to help guide them and, and mentor them and support them in all of the things that they are doing. So ladies, I just want to encourage you today not to be sad in any season of your life. We all go through these seasons. All of us have our children leave home and we just need to embrace that. We need to realize that we are still moms. We are just moms of different people now. We are moms of adult people now and we need to enjoy this time and you still have grandkids probably coming along. I have two amazing grandkids and I still get that little kids, little kid time. Um, every now and then. But the best part of that is I can send them home when they've made a mess and when they've eaten too much candy or drink too much soda or Kool-Aid and are on a sugar high. And that's the best part. See, you still get revenge on your kids from them messing up your house and breaking things because you you, you get grandkids now. And so enjoy this time. I'm just picking fun and in just having a little bit of fun time with you guys. Have a great day. I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you had an amazing weekend and Mother's Day. And just enjoy the rest of your week as a midlife woman whose children are adults now. Have a great day, my friends. And I hope today's show was a blessing as you continue on your path toward everything God has in store for your life. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift you up and give you peace. Bye-bye. 